Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 334 of the Ping Skills Ask the Coach. I've forgotten what to say. <laughs> <laughs> 333 successful episodes, although last time I messed it up, and that was probably because of the curse, and maybe the curse is continuing because we didn't skip it. But anyway, <laughs> welcome everybody to the Ask the Coach show, where Pink Skills answers your table tennis questions. I'm Jeff Plum, and as always, I'm joined by Super Coach Alois Rosario. Welcome, Alois, to Day 334. Oh, thank you, Jeff. And uh, yes, we, we, we managed to get through 333, thankfully, just sure. after a bit of a break. But uh, yes, 334 looks like it's off to a great start. Anyway, we're <laughs> flying. We're flying. <laughs> Absolutely. What could go wrong? Um, it's a lovely spring uh, day here. Well, it's, it's actually nighttime now, but spring has come to Melbourne. Yes. And some nice sunny days. It's getting a little cold, though, and... So we're about to start the show and I was going to open up my door um, and then I got sidetracked and got myself a cup of tea and left Alois just waiting there for <laughs> ages. <laughs> and I've got a nice uh, cup of tea now here, Alois. Uh, that, that's excellent because I'm just sitting here freezing, but that's okay, Jeff. I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, be- beautiful, uh, beautiful change in weather in Melbourne. Things are looking up. Yeah, it's yeah. Funny, isn't it? the 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 the, uh, the role weather has and plays in in your mood as well. It uh, it really does change your mood when you get a bit of sunshine. I actually spent most of the day sitting out and working in the sun today. Really? Yeah, it was beautiful. beautiful. Getting a bit a bit of a suntan. Well, yeah, you could say that. <laughs> it's um. <laughs> You know what's gone wrong here? This <laughs> show has gone wrong. It's terrible. But, you know, it's it's a problem because I was just – I wasn't really listening to what you're saying, if I'm being honest, because I didn't have a joke of the day ready, so I was just looking for <laughs> oh. a joke of the day. And so then when you said that, that just came to, <laughs> came to mind. <laughs> Oh, dear. oh, terrible. And I was thinking, uh, you know, do I know a joke? Should I search one up? Um, what am I going to do? And uh, yeah, sorry, fellas. I've, uh, J- Jeff, I've, I've got, I've got, I've got a joke for you. Really? Yeah. Okay, go. Yeah. So, um, so my wife uh, didn't believe that uh, I could make a curry out of spaghetti. Okay. Until I passed her. <laughs> uh, that's interesting, Alice, because someone has, I'm going to jump to one of these questions early, right? And ask the yep. coach, you know, where they ask all the important table tennis questions. Yes. Um, well, um, Jasper said, the last podcast, Alois, you disappeared for a while and then Jeff took over for a bit. So it makes me wonder... What would happen if you and Jeff swap roles? Well, you telling the joke, Alois, and the OMG facts, and reading the questions, and me answering the questions. Well, there you go. We might try that. Well, there you go. That yeah, might, there, was a, might... there was a mixed reaction on the on the comments. One person thought, I think it'd be a nice change of pace. And then Robert said, love the current format. Why change something that is fun and works well? Yeah. 
so so we're confused. Yeah, yeah might confused. just might just stick might just stick to what we sort of do well. <laughs> what we know, I think, is a better way. What, of what we it. know, yes, that's that's a better <laughs> way of uh, putting it. Exactly. Yeah. Oh uh, well. Yeah. No. Interesting thought. But yeah. Surely. Surely, my joke was, you know, something to think about. We can start with that. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 did you also know that um, my two eyes have been talking to each other? I did not know that. No. And they, they one one of them said to the other, "Do you know between us something smells?" <laughs> something smells. It's your nose. It's yeah. through the eyes that are talking to each other. It's not yeah. bad. Yeah. 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 There you go. What, what have you got, Jeff? Have you got joke of the day? Have you got? Did you hear about the new restaurant called Karma? No. There's no menu. You get what you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> it must be late. I'm actually laughing at your jokes. <laughs> oh, dear. Very good. Very good. Uh, there you go. So maybe, maybe man, I think you should just keep that role of telling the jokes, Jeff, for yeah. another week anyway. <laughs> for another week, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, interestingly, and the other sad thing about this is I did get a book of dad jokes for Father's Day. Did you? Yes. So I need to yeah. read it, obviously, so I know some. Yeah, indeed. And, yes, it was Father's Day in Australia on Sunday mm. in uh Northern Hemisphere, I think it's in June. But, uh, yeah, in, in Australia, we have Father's Day in September. I'm not really sure what the rule is of when it is, but it was, anyway, it was last Sunday. Maybe the first Sunday in September or something. Who knows? Yeah. There you go. There you yes. go. So, And I actually got some bacon and eggs in bed for breakfast. Lovely. Oh, delicious. Delicious, yep. So good. So good. Um, so, Alice, what happened yes, on this day? Ah, well, there you go. On this day. Um, so, actually, today, the 10th of September, mm-hmm. is Jung Woo. Oh, sorry, oh. Is, is, Wong, <laughs> is Wong Ting's birthday. Ah. Um, yeah. And so, Wong Chung Ting um, is uh, from Hong Kong, one of the. Uh, one of, I've I've seen him play a little bit, and he's he's quite an entertaining player. He's a penhold penholder, right hand penholder. Uh, gets really good spin on his serves, but I suppose prob- is known mainly for his doubles play. So he won a bronze medal in the mixed doubles with uh, one of my other favourite um, players, Du Hoi Kem from uh, from Hong Kong, and she's uh, she's a very talented uh, player, two winged looper. Mm. So yeah, they won a bronze medal at the 2015. Uh, world Championships and the Mixed Doubles. And he's also won in um, 2016, he won a bronze medal at the Men's World Cup. So, uh, yeah, handy handy player is Wong Chun Ting. And he was born in 1991. So I guess uh, that would make him 29 years old. Happy today. birthday, Wong Chun yeah. Ting. Yeah. And I think he's been to us, he came to the Australian Open, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he did. He did. Mm. Yeah. Um, actually, actually, I've got it a little bit wrong. His birthday was on the seventh of September, but let's not worry too much about that. It's a few days ago. Um, but he, he shares, lie, a, you know, three days out. Three okay. days, exactly. His mother wouldn't mind. The seventh um, of September. Was anyone yes. else born on the seventh of September, Alice? 
Yes, indeed. Matthias Carlson. Now, do you know who Matthias Carlson is? Um, I think I do. I think he's yeah, he, he's a Swedish table tennis player. Indeed, but we would know him better as Matthias Falk. How now. did this happen? What's going on? Well, he, interestingly, he when he got married, he took his wife's name. So and uh, yeah, so very progressive, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, very very progressive, Matthias. Did you know so, about this before researching on this day? I did. I did indeed. Yeah, it's it's a reasonably well known uh, fact around the table tennis circles. Yeah, just because I I guess it is a bit uh, different. Something that most men don't do is take their wife's surname. So, yeah, Matthias, one for you. And uh, Matthias is also 29 years old. So they were born on the same day. Actually born on the same day. So there you go. Wow. Matthias Falk and Wong Chun Ting doesn't. Doesn't get any better than that. There you go. Now, now Matthias has been like made the final of that world, and yep. it seems like it was just like he just played above himself for that tournament, but hasn't really replicated that quite yeah, to that level. I mean, yeah, he, I mean he he's got that interesting style where he's he's got the the short pimples on his forehand side, so you know I guess it takes. Uh, a certain type of player to struggle against him and maybe another a certain type of player that is comfortable against that different style. So, um, yeah, making but making the final of the Worlds and losing to Ma Long and, and taking a game in the final as well is no yeah. uh, no disgrace at all. So, yeah, well done, Matthias Falk. And, um, Absolutely. And, yeah, and also uh, in 2018 won the bronze in the World Teams Championships as well. So, yes. yeah, he's... Uh, yeah, done very well. Very impressive. Yeah, it'd be nice to see some different styles occasionally, like we did then, just popping up, I think. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I do like different styles. And, you know, Wan Chung Ting as well, you know, the, the pen holder, still uh, still playing with a pen hold. Um, yeah, very spinny game, very spinny uh, return of serve as well. So, yeah. There you go. Two interesting players, birthdays. Birth dates exactly the same as well. Seventh of September, nineteen ninety-one. Yeah, so good day to be born. Um, Indeed. All right, now I think it is time for the tip of the week. Are we just calling it tip now? Tip, drill. Yeah, well, you know, tip, drill. drill. Yeah, no, yeah, tip, yeah, tip. But, but, but mm-hmm. you, we can, we can, um, we can throw a drill in with today's tip. Great, and my drill t- of the week it is. Yes, true of the week. Uh, so my tip of the week, and it's a, I have to admit, it's a bit one of my little hobby horses, and I want you to try the high toss serve. Now we, have, we probably have talked about it before because I probably talk about it every every few months. Actually, why do but, we need um, to try it? Can't we just throw it up a little uh, bit? And like it's so hard, you throw it up high, and then you don't know where it's coming down. And sure, sure, but you can, but. You know, it's just it's just that little bit different. It generates a little bit more spin. It's deceptive. It's not something that a lot of players are doing. So it means that it's um, going to be um, a different look uh, to your opponent at the other end. And it's it's just fun to do. So, mm. and you know what else? I think out. it actually looks really good. Like 
when someone throws the ball up high and then comes in and gets a lot of spin on the ball, it looks it just looks nice. Yeah, it is. It's 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 a very um it's a very satisfying sort of serve to do. So I want you to get out there, all of you, every single one of you, get out there and this week I want you to try the high toss serve. So uh, there you go. So a couple of tips with a high toss serve. The first yep. one is get the toss right first. So if you don't toss the ball up straight and you're chasing it over into the uh, <laughs> into the benches um, next to the table, then you're probably not going to have a very successful high toss serve. So And it sounds the- easy, but it does take some practice, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a little bit, little bit of practice, um, just to get that uh, straight up and down, and then um, yeah, just that coordination to to contact the ball. But like everything, get out there, get a little bit of practice done, um, and see how you go with a high toss serve this week. And let us know, let us know if you if you, you know maybe you uh, you ace your opponent, you get some. Uh, you get them uh, hitting the ball off the side of the table. <laughs> Who knows what what you can do this week with the high toss serve? Yeah, let us know. We'd love to love to hear. And like when you're learning, is it important to like be swinging the bat fast? I mean, you want spin, don't you? So you got to get that bat moving, but you also want to be able to you know make sure you're hitting the ball and getting some control as well. I guess it's a balance. Yeah, exactly. It's all progressive. But I think one of one of the actual um, interesting parts about the high toss serve is you can have a very relaxed and small swing and still generate quite a bit of spin because of the speed that the ball has generated um, you know, coming down from that, that height. And I, I actually find that having a small and really relaxed swing is more deceptive for uh, the person at the other end of the table, you know, it, it it looks to them like you're not putting any spin on it, but the combination of you know getting getting the fine contact, but then also the extra speed of the ball, um, adds a little bit extra spin, and that's the secret. There so, you go. Have a go. Very good. All right, get out there and um, try the high toss serve. Indeed. Good one. All right, now it's time for the questions, Alois. Are you ready for this? You got your sure, absolutely, cap on? absolutely. It's it's on. Great. It on. All right, cool. First up is a question from Jasper, who says, "It has been three months since I played table tennis. If my table tennis quality drops, what should I do to get to my original level?" Yeah. So, firstly. Jasper, your your quality is not going to drop a whole lot in three months' time. So, you know, you might feel like it does, but it's most of the time it's just that perception and that worrying about the fact that, oh, you know, what have I lost in three months? If you've played for a few years, that three months isn't going to be uh, too detrimental. So, um, that's that's the first thing. The second thing is. Just be patient when you come back and don't have uh, big expectations. I think you know one of the big things is you, you you come back and you you feel like, oh well, I used to be able to do this and I used to be able to do that and you know you forget about the times that you missed that forehand and missed that backhand um, three months ago. So just don't have um, such high expectations of yourself and um, and just go out there, be patient, work hard, work through your skills. Um, allow yourself a bit of time to get some, uh, get that little bit of touch and feel back, 
and uh, you'll find that you'll actually jump back and be uh, be back to back to better than before before you know it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we mentioned this previously on the show, Alice. It's important just to remember to have fun um, with your training as well, um, and especially when you're first coming back. Um, yeah. Indeed. Yep. All right. Uh, great question, Jasper. All right, uh, next up is one from Gian Franco, who says, Hi, what are all the championships that play seven-set matches? Yeah, so um, so now there are some um, championships that use seven sets. Since you, we moved to points up to 11, or mm-hmm. games up to 11, sorry. Um, yeah, so the bigger championships tend to play best of seven. So things like the world championships, but also the, the, what was the uh, world tour events uh, used to play up uh, best of seven. And of course, things like the Olympics and regional um, regional championships um, play best of seven in the singles events. So the teams events tend to always be best of five games. So, um, the, uh, but in the, singles or the individual um, events, then you tend to play best of seven games. So, yeah. Yeah, and Alois, I'm still not happy about this. You know, <laughs> Are you, why... you still worrying about games up to 21, Jeff? Yeah, I mean, now it's, it's just not really even a match. You only have to win 70% of the points that you used to have to win to win a match. 77, well, yeah, I guess. So what? Why seventy percent? We just cut. We just ditched away with thirty percent of the points of a match. You yeah. Sixty-three. Now you only have to win forty-four. Yeah, you're good at maths. Um, <laughs> true. Um, and so game matches are quicker. Exactly, and they mean less because you haven't had to work for it. You haven't had to fight through the ups and the downs. It's just like it's over, done. Yeah, I I, I, I like games up to 11 because the every game's still live, you know, like um, if it's even if it's 10-5, you know, there's still possibility to come back. But if it's 20 to 10, like it's People just a dead game. People have come back from 20 to 10 before. No, when? <laughs> it's happened. Um, Are you right? Everyone happened. listening, write in and tell us when you came back from 20 to 10 down and won. Or maybe lost. But, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, do that. And uh, and also yeah. tell us when you came back from 10-5 down. So. Yeah, but every game is live, but then the games don't mean as much because you got more of them. Yeah. I don't but, know. You know, where's the struggle, you know? If you're 15-10 down, the game's not over either. you still got time to come back, so it's still important. In fact, Alice, I remember some really impressive game. You against an Italian. You were down. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, not that old chestnut. <laughs> you fought back with some real spinny loops. You even brought in that technique called the bird loop. Remember that? I- I think it's time to move on. You were down so far, and the commentators were like, you know, he's going to need to win at least four out of his five serves to be in with the chance. And sure as anything you did. Uh, That was good. That was exciting. Is 
Is this when I take over? So our next question. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I get the point. Our next question. Our our next question is from from Jason Bowie. And Jason asks, is a counter hit basically a drive? I heard the drive and counter hit are the same. Well, Jason, that's a great question. And um, (laughs) yes, they're just different names for the same thing. And I don't know, I think maybe different countries have different preferences for what they call them. Like, I'd never really heard of it called a drive here when I was growing up, but I think in England maybe it's kind of popular. I always just called it a counter hit. That's how I was taught. Yeah, I, I had this I had this discussion with someone who is non-table tennis background the other day, and um, and I said, should we, uh, because we were writing something, and I said, should I call it a counter hit or a drive? And she said, a drive. I mean, counter hits just sound silly. <laughs> and it is a weird I'm, name, a counter hit. Like you, yeah, you're countering it, it with a hit. Uh, yeah, it is a silly yeah. name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Drive, I, I, drive. I'm driving through, or like a golf drive. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. I, I guess. Um. Yeah. Just from other sports. Um. Yeah. That that term drive is probably used a bit more, so it's probably a bit more. Uh, but the other thing is, is, I mean, I guess some people can sort of say there is a slight difference. Like a drive might be slightly more powerful. It sounds a bit more powerful. But you know what I propose? I reckon we get rid of the word drive. We get rid of the word counter hit. Don't have any of We just go with a block. So if you're just defending, you just block it. And then if you're hitting it a bit harder, it's a topspin. Sure. Okay. Or a loop. We're, we're changing things today. We're, we're going back to games up to 21 and we're going to start calling, no, get rid of the counter hit. Don't you think they should put me in charge of, of table tennis? Well, maybe. You, well, there's two past things could have gone on because I used to be a roommate, share a flat with the CEO of Table Tennis. Table Tennis, yeah. Of ITTF. Yeah. ITTF, yeah, that's right. Steve Dainton. And yeah, Jeff probably lucky to... it went the way it did. Thinking about it. <laughs> it is true. Jeff did share a flat with, um, with Steve Dainton. Imagine that. He could be sitting here doing the podcast. I could be there ruining table tennis. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. No, yeah. Steve's doing a good job. Uh, he is doing a good job. Very impressive. Yeah, indeed. Very good impressive. Work. And, you know, table tennis is coming back, and I look forward to the new, you know, the new exciting release with the Grand Smashes. Don't like the name, but I like the concept. I think it's going to be yes. good. So I, I'm actually and- really excited. Yeah, and um, and the World Cups are uh, have yes. been put on the agenda, so uh, so they're happening uh, in uh, November. So the men's World Cup from the oh sorry the women's World Cup women's, first yep. from the eighth to tenth of uh, November, and then followed by the men's World Cup from the thirteenth to the fifteenth of November. But I have heard on the grapevine that there's a few players that are not happy about having to be away for uh, for that amount of time Ooh, and, okay. uh, and may be boycotting the World Cup. There you go. Oh, dear. Come on, people. We need some table tennis with the – yeah, well, let's see what happens. We'll get we'll get people there. We'll get some good, some good table tennis happening at the World Cups. So, yeah, that's, that's in November, something to look forward to. And Indeed. then uh, – yeah, and they're also going to um, then launch the World – table tennis um 
events later in November as well, 25th to the 29th. So, awesome. um, yeah, so something for uh, for all of us table tennis fans to look forward to. Definitely. But we digress. How did we get to that, Jeff? Because we, <laughs> weren't we just talking about counter hits a, a minute ago? We were. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah, thanks for the and, question, and Jason. By the way, that was that was well answered, Jeff. I think you oh, might thank have. you. This uh, this uh, change of roles might uh, might have something in it. Who who, who who suggested that? Someone suggested that. Yeah, they did. Um, in in swapping the roles, I think it was I think it was Jasper. Jasper, there you go. All it right. was. Maybe, maybe but, you got something there, Jasper. Yep. Anyway, um, back to the normal standard. Um, sure. And Sharia has said, hi, Alice and Jeff. I was wondering if you have any tutorials on weight transfer. I find it quite hard for me to shift my weight from my back leg to my front to get the power in my stroke. So do you have any tips for Sharia? Yeah, Sharia, it is it is um, a little bit difficult to get that transfer or movement happening, but I think the first thing is to think that you don't need a big transfer. So it's not like, you know, you're going from um, yeah, taking a big step from your back foot to your front foot or anything. It is just a transfer of your weight. So I guess the best way to think about it first is if you stand in a really balanced position and have 50% of weight on your left foot and 50% of weight on your right foot, and then just start to shift from side to side and feel the difference in the percentages of weight between your left and right foot feet now when you're doing a stroke you might go from say 70 percent from one from your back leg to you know to 70 percent on your front so just transferring from 70 to 70 30 to 30 70 i guess um and that's that's the transfer that you're really looking for um to do that just Start without the stroke. Start by just getting the feel of that transferring of weight. And then you can start to think, okay, now how can I also incorporate uh, the stroke while I'm doing that? So with the forehand, um, if you're a right-hander, just get that 70% of weight on your right foot. And then as you're playing your stroke, slowly transfer the weight uh, over to your left foot. So um, so that's probably the, the the best way to do it to start off with. Yeah, and I think that that word, that balance is important, isn't it? Because you don't really want – it's not like a swaying, like your head's moving and your whole body's straight and swaying, is it? It's more kind of um, your your upper body's straight and it kind of just stays straight, but you move forward or just trying to think, how would you describe it? What do you think? Is it like it's not like a pen that sort of sways back, like you're going to fall backwards that far back and then fall forward, no. is it? No, no, it, yeah, no. It's just a just a subtle change, and then and then um, yeah, and then so you the, shouldn't think of it as like a, a pen, and your body's like a pen, and you're you're swaying like that. It's still no. your upper body is just sort of shifting forward, but your legs are wide, so you've got that room to to do that. Yeah. So so. Your um, yeah. So your upper body still remaining um, upright. So yeah. it's not it's not tilting. So you're not tilting. So your head's moving um, off the center line. 
So your, your, your head's staying um, still above your belly button when you're, when you're doing that. Yes. Um, and I'm, and you might you might hear my voice changing as I'm swaying from side to side, but yeah. So um, if you think about the your head staying above your belly button and just sway, um, sway and put your weight onto your right leg and then sway and put your weight onto your left leg while staying or, or while keeping your head above your belly button. Yeah, and that's what you meant when you said you know the main thing is to maintain that balance first. Yes, exactly. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah, I think that gives me a clear picture. And um, yeah, and we do have some kind of tutorials on there, so we'll put them in the Ask the Coach show, and maybe that's one we could even elaborate on further, Alois, when we're allowed to get out of lockdown here and actually film some more videos. Indeed. Yes. So that's a that's a that's a good suggestion. Might do yeah. a simple video on the weight transfer. Absolutely. Uh, and Shuria has also asked a, another great question. Alice says, hi, Alice and Jeff. I would like to know if the Ping Skills scoring app comes with a mode for doubles to keep track of who is serving because I always forget the order. Oh, yes. Unfortunately, it doesn't at this stage, Shuria. But um, now that you mentioned the Ping Skills scoring app, um, it is it is uh, quite it's – it's a good little app that uh, that helps you with the scoring and um, – you can even use the voice function on it. So, um, if you uh, if you have a look at uh, our latest uh, big bat little bat match, I think uh, we're using the the ping skills scoring app on my watch. So yeah, it's got a iWatch function, and it's also available on your iPhone. And I don't know any other technical terms to use, Jeff. You can iPad. probably take over here. <laughs> uh, iPad, yes, yes. Anything uh, Apple also works. Yeah, any Apple products. So, um, yeah, give it a try if you haven't uh, already downloaded the Ping Skills scoring app. Might just help you keep track of scores when you're playing. And for those that don't know the double serving rules, we do have a tutorial on that. So we can put a link in the the show notes as well. Yeah. Yeah, double serving can get tricky, can't it? Because trying, trying to work out whose turn to serve it is, the, the best or the simplest um, way I have of explaining that is that um, you serve two serves to the same side and to the same person. And when your team has finished your two serves, you swap sides. And, yeah. then, and then the other team serves. So. so I guess you end up receiving and then you serve. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. And, so yeah, after you receive- and I think... If you even just remember that first bit that you're always serving to the same person, that can help yep. a bit as well. But yeah, like you said, you need to know the other part as well. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah it's um, yeah, it's it's an interesting or not interesting. It's a yeah, it's a little bit of a tricky um, thing to keep track of. It but, is. Uh, but once you once you get the rhythm of it, you'll be you'll be okay. I think that's true. And wouldn't it be better if you serve like five serves in a row to the same person? <laughs> <laughs> because then you know and you can try out a few different things. It'll be easier to try like four short ones and then a fast long one. When you've only yeah. got and two, then, you know, when do you throw in the long one? Then oh. then play some games up to twenty one perhaps and yeah. <laughs> uh, go go back to a smaller table tennis ball. Yeah. Oh dear, indeed. It's all it's all ahead of us, Jeff. Yep. 
Now, Alois, because, you know, we're all, well, some of us are coming out of lockdown, which is good, and starting to play table tennis again, but some people are still there. Whatever your situation, we have a little challenge for you called the September Challenge. Can you Indeed, explain? Yeah, that's Because you're very good at this, I must say. Uh, the, uh, the September Challenge, yeah, that, that's, you know, like... There's all there's always one little thing that someone you know gets gets uh, reasonably good at, and that's just my little thing that I can do quite well. So yeah, I still struggle. So yeah, I don't know. Get out there and practice. Um, or can you explain what it is first? Okay, so the September challenge is you've got to roll the ball from one side of your racket to the other side of the racket without it bouncing. So you've just got to roll it over, roll it over the edge, and from the red to the black. Yep, red to the black or black to the red. I don't mind, but yep, that's that's the challenge for September. So we've got a video showing you uh, what to do and how to do it. Well, now, not it's all at 22 seconds, it. so no excuses for not watching it. Exactly. So get on, have a look Check at it the... out on the blog, pingskills.com. Head over to the website, click on the blog, and you will find it. And we will put a note in. The show notes is that what is that the correct terms? If I'm going to take over hosting this show, I I need to get these things right. Um, <laughs> yeah, so head over to the show notes and check out the link for the September challenge. Yes. Now, Alois, we have another section of this show, and me as the host should introduce it, I guess. Good. It, it's called Comment of the Week. Woohoo! And like we. We have some good comments that we're about to show, but even on the September Challenge one, we have a couple of good ones that I'm just going to throw in first, but then you can uh, you can give us the real comments of the week. Sure. So so on the on the September Challenge one, you see Alois rolling the ball over. It's, it's magnificent, just nice and gentle, just rolls over from one side to the other, no noise. And Paul says, I'm going to take this challenge. He says, I'm going to make this a Zen meditative exercise to quieten my mind. Oh, I like it, Paul. Good work. Indeed. Because you, you do. It looks like you're in that Zen state when you just roll it over and just um, that focus. Yeah, it's good. Yes, but that's that's not the real comment of the week. No, the, the, the comment of the week on the September challenge was from the ceiling fan collector. So... Don't know who you are, ceiling fan collector, but um, you've you have one of the comments of the week, and um, it's quite good actually. He's using some puns with some uh, some table tennis equipment, so he says, "I hope I rakes a, racks a floor with this challenge. I dig Nick's style of play, and it and it doesn't require much energy." Um, and then Jasper replied, and he's replied to Jasper, and he said, don't worry, Jasper, I resent her for doing so many rubber puns, but I do like to eat Bryce with chicken, along with the fact that Hurricane Neoli destroyed my house, and I have not resented my, my long in real life. So, so, <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure what's better, those puns, or, or you reading it out. Yeah, no. <laughs> that was good. See, that's why I'm that's why I'm not taking over joke of the week. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds uh, me of a famous Australian um comedy routine by Ostentatious. If you're not from Australia, you're gonna have no idea what that was. But he 
had this whole routine about Australian animals that he just put into um, into normal conversation. It was like, you know, something happened that was bad, and he's like, how much can a koala bear? And uh, uh, Yes, <laughs> was, I do remember Ostentatious. That was from a long time ago. So you might also be Australian and not know that because you might be um, under 50 years old. <laughs> I'm under 50. I know it. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> Oh dear. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we also we also had a nice uh email from uh from Paul who who just you know, gave us gave us a bit of uh you know our, our ego's a bit of a scratch about the uh the podcast. He said he likes to listen to the podcast every Saturday morning. Um he says it's reminiscent of the radio shows my family listened to before we had a television during my youth. You should wow. remember that, Jeff. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. No, always yeah, had so, a tell. So he even says, "I love the jokes," but I, I, that must be a misprint. See, thank you, thank yeah, you and, so much. Yeah, and, and and the always informative, although sometimes questionable, OMG facts. Oh, I don't know. Is he is he questioning your OMG facts, Jeff? It sounds like he is, but Jeff, I'm telling you, it says fact here, so <laughs> it must almost be time for the OMG facts to rescue this show. Uh, nearly. <laughs> yeah. But I like this. This was a great. This was uplifting. I appreciated this email, so I think we should keep reading it. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, we might, in fact, we might just do this for the next hour and a half. We might just read it over <laughs> and over. Um, so the banter and laughter are infectious. No matter how cranky I may wake up Saturday mornings, I'm laughing within the first few minutes of your program. Because of the joke. No, because he's laughing at you, Jeff. In addition to all of this, there are the great bits of information and excellent video links at the bottom of the page. I've heard reference to Jeff's... Oh, oh yeah, now this is interesting. <laughs> so I've heard reference to Jeff's legendary guitar skills and pitch-perfect singing voice. Now, let me tell you... That pitch perfect singing voice. Now that is very, very much tongue in cheek. But he does have legendary guitar skills. Uh, dare I ask if the intro and closing music is performed by our multi-talented Jeff? <laughs> well, they're not, but but he's much better. If not, can we request an opening closing number by him? Now there we go. Show three three five. I think should open with a. Maybe just a guitar um, instrumental from Jeff. <laughs> um, and he says, better yet, a harmonious duet by both of you would be awesome. No. Harmonious it, it, duet. No, that, that that actually can't happen because there is no such thing as a harmonious duet with, with Jeff and I involved. So uh, thank you for my Saturday you're morning almost, sunshine. You're quite good at holding the tune, aren't you? Like, like, I mean, I'm not saying you're a good singer, but at least you can hold the tune kind of thing, whereas... Jeff, Jeff, you're comparing me to you. I, <laughs> compared to you, my cat being stepped on in the middle of the night is harmonious. <laughs> uh, it's true, people. I wish it wasn't. You know, I actually like singing, but, uh, you know, and I try to convince people that I'm good and sing, but everybody just, just when I start singing, they tell me to stop. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> It's true. It's true. It, it is everybody. So I think we almost should get you to sing and then we'll see whether everybody, everybody thinks that you oh dear. are tone deaf when you sing. But 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 I'll be happy for you to play some guitar. What, what's your favourite guitar piece, Jeff? Oh, 
you know, there's so many good ones, you know, Sweet Child of Mine. <laughs> there's no, there's no. Can you, can you play American Pie? Um, potentially. Yeah, I'm sure you can. I, I think you should open show 335 with a rendition, a, a, a an instrumental of American Pie. There you go. There's my challenge to you. Uh We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Um, yes. Now, OMG facts time, Jeff. It's got to be. It is because it's too. Yeah, this show's gone on way too long. Um, <laughs> there, but you know, um, singing out of tune. I don't know if anyone saw. And again, this is an Australian thing, probably. Anthony Kalia, famous musician singer in Australia. In Australia. Yeah, uh, you're just in Australia. But he he's doing all this stuff about COVID and like little Facebook posts. And he and his partner um, sang a song, and they were trying to be serious but not really serious, where they just sung out of tune on purpose. <laughs> and it just sounded so bad, and they were, they were cracking up because they couldn't sing out of tune because they're actually proper singers. It was really difficult for them to sing out of tune. Yeah. And I could relate just in the opposite <laughs> direction. <laughs> there All you right. go. OMG facts. OMG facts. I'm ready with my pen in hand, with Google, with my Google machine ready. All right, here we go. Brazil is larger than all of the 48 contiguous United States combined. OMG. Brazil. Really? Really. It's a fact. The brain uses more than 25% of the oxygen used by the human body. Really? Well, that must be just, you know, that depends on the person, surely. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying some people are smarter than others. That's all. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, 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 sorry. Um, studies have found that fatherhood suppresses testosterone. There you go. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. Now, here is one really interesting one. Okay. Do I need to get the Google machine ready? Maybe. Yeah. Due to the amount of mercury in Lake Michigan, more than 40 fish more than 40% of fish are born autistic and don't survive past their first year. Autistic fish. <laughs> How do they tell if a fish is autistic? That's a very good question. Mercury. How could you possibly tell? What, they get them out and they give them a little test? Yep, that one's autistic, that one's not? I don't know. That's a very good question. Mercury dumped in Lake Michigan at Oak Creek Power Plant has risen. Why did it happen? Oh. Well, you might have something there. Well, there you go. Mercury. All right. And just one more to finish the show off. Quite sure. relevant because we're stuck in lockdown. I can't get a haircut. But in the 1700s, barbers not only gave haircuts and shaves, but also pulled teeth, performed minor surgery, and did bloodletting. <gasps> you know, well, here's, a, here's an OMG fact. Yes. That is why that barber shops have the red and white striped poles. <gasps> oh, oh, OMG. <laughs> Well, it's I don't just know. Blown that. my I have, mind. I, I have uh, I have heard that. So <gasps> that, now that's one that you need to get onto the Google machine and check. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs>
Oh, well. Well, if you're still listening, well done to you, because this has been a really long show. <laughs> and, you know, we've middled and muddled our way through. So if you're still listening, thank you very, very much. Yeah, yeah um, you, you, you need to get a life, really. Seriously. <laughs> we appreciate it. So <laughs> we do. thanks for your we support. Do. Tell all your friends to check out the Ping Skills website. And, um, yeah. Hopefully, we will uh, see you soon. So thank you, everyone. And, of course, thank you, Alloys. Thanks, Jeff. And uh, thanks for listening. And, uh, yeah, stay safe out there, people. (laughs) Bye.